0: What's up, gentlemen? Before we begin, a friendly reminder that this podcast is not associated with any church school or calling body, and nothing we say here is meant to be perceived as the official doctrine, teaching, or theology of any church school or calling body. We're a bunch of dudes who love Jesus. We love talking about Jesus, and this is where we air out our thoughts, so don't take it as much more than that. I hope that this is edifying for you. Let's get started with the show. Today's podcast is sponsored by the Christ for Disciples podcast. I'm Pastor Paul Steinberg, son of Ken and father of five sons. Each weekday on the Christ for Disciples podcast, I apply God's word to raising the next generation. Take 10 minutes each weekday to listen to the Christ for Disciples podcast and get direction and gospel power to disciple the youngest generation. Subscribe to the Christ for Disciples podcast by going to ChristForDisciples.com or searching on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and whatever else. ChristForDisciples.com You are listening to the Gird Up Podcast. This is the place where young men come to learn what it means to be a man after God's own heart. To gird up is an ancient way of preparing oneself for hard work or a battle ahead, and our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world and live out our calling as men of God. Here you will find a community of believers working hard to be the men that God created them to be. So roll up your sleeves, gentlemen, and gird up. It's time to get to work. (laughs) <laughs> Gentlemen, you are listening to the Grid Up Podcast. My name is Charlie Ungemeind. This here is Gustav Wentz. This is a place where young men learn to be the men that God created them to be. Before we get started with the show today, we're gonna to talk about no butts, by the way. So yeah. Anyway, uh, before we start the show, we got to talk about a couple of things. First, got to get on the Grid Up website. you got to buy yourself a t shirt just like this one, the one that I'm wearing, or there's plenty really? of others, too. But we're running out of adult sizes. So if you want an adult size, you got to get on there and order them right away. you got to order them now if you're going to get them.
1: And that means we have a lot of child <coughs> sizes, too. So make sure if you are an adult and you want your kids to be merged up, yeah, hook them up. Hook them up.
0: Or if you're like a petite woman, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, there you go. Because, yeah, anyway. So, <laughs> um, so the uh, the other thing you can do on the website is make a $5 cup of coffee donation. Uh, that goes right back to the podcast, goes into making sure that I don't have to pay for this thing out of pocket. You guys have been super generous. I know long- this podcast is supporting itself now, um, but we also want to keep growing and keep pushing and making things bigger, too. And all that costs money. So,. Uh, if you have it in your heart, if the Lord leads you to, to, buy, to buy us a $5 cup of coffee, we'd we'll be very appreciative. Uh, the next thing you can do is find us on Patreon. If you do want to donate on Patreon, it's a little bit easier. I actually, wasn't the next thing. That was still the same thing. Anyway, next thing you can do after that is go on the GridUp website and sign up for mentoring. If you're a young dude, uh, especially somebody who's either in college or just out of college, or I suppose even in high school or looking to get into college, um, and you're just having a hard time managing life, so maybe things are overwhelming for you, having a hard time uh, bringing some order to the chaos that is your life at the moment, we can help you do that. If you're an older guy who's looking for some more like life coaching or career coaching or business coaching or something like that, um, especially from the ethics standpoint, man, we've got people that want to work with you. So hit us up, go onto the website, hit uh, Mentor Me. We'd love to hook you up with either one of the spiritual advisors or hook you up with one of us. We can help you bring a little bit of order to the chaos. Last thing, November 14th, nope, November 12th to the 14th up at Camp Phillip. We're going to do the first ever Collegiate Men's Retreat. Gird up Collegiate Men's Retreat. Gustav will be there. I hope, right? You're going to be there. Yeah, okay. I got to turn out. Jeez. I don't. I should be there. I should be there. (laughs) Gustav's going to be there. I'm going to be there. We're going to have some awesome speakers there. A lot of other people. Cam Schrader, who's been on the podcast before a bunch of times, he's going to do the music. Um, We're going to talk about identity, where we come from, where we're going, who God says we are, and by the end of the weekend, you're going to be ready uh, to start cranking out your own credo and talking about purpose and uniting purpose with um, who you are as a man and where you're headed. Um, Yeah, that's it, man. Super excited. Thank you for anybody who's been keeping us in your prayers. All those who have been supporting us, we thank you very much. Um, God bless you all. Just love to have you guys here. Gustav, it's good to have you back, too, man. It's good to be back. Yeah, of course it is. Let's pray, and we'll get started with the show. Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing us together again today. You promised that where two or three come together in your name, there you are with them. Pray that you're with us today. God, the words of our mouths and meditations of our hearts, that they might be acceptable in your sight, um, and help us be a great influence on the next generation of men, that they might be the men that God created you our Lord created them to be. Amen. Amen. All right. Uh, we're talking about no butts today. And what I mean by no butts is, um, taking sin seriously. A lot of times, um, we recognize there isn't a whole lot of intro to this cause it just is reality. But a lot of times, um, especially as young men, we well know as sinners, um, we go. like to take sin and we rationalize it, right? We, we, uh, we rationalize it or we, what's the word I'm looking for here? We, uh, we don't take it as seriously as we should. We minimize sin. Sure. There we go. That's yeah, the word I'm looking go. for. Well, normalize. Normalize uh, it, normalize minimize it. it, whatever word you want to use. Anything ending in I's. Right. And, and a lot of times we use a but to do that. So we go, yeah, I know I drink too much, but hey, I'm in college. Right? Yeah, I know I look at porn, but I'll stop when I get married. Like, hey, I know uh, I shouldn't be sleeping around, but well, I lost my virginity. Does it really matter anymore? You know, like, yeah, I know it's cheating, but I mean, I do study. Like, I know the content. So I just need to cheat on this assignment as to get as through. Pass. Yeah, as long as I pass, right? As long as I know enough to pass. Um all, I mean we could go Which on that's for an fine hour. Too, what, just cheating? Knowing a, no, or just barely passing. Seize pass. yeah. <laughs> <C's> to get <laughs> degrees. We're not promoting C's to get degrees, We're but it is a reality. Cheating. We're also not promoting cheating. It's just Yeah it's a reality of of life anyway Anyway, we we like to normalize sin by putting a butt in there so that's the theme of the podcast today is no butts um we all obviously know that sinning is wrong and as those of us who are saved um believe like we want to do what is good and right because our savior has has reclaimed us and we want to follow him but uh, we forget a lot of times that sin has consequences too um and uh like we get sometimes so this is a good lutheran theology here um a lot of times um we forget the purpose of the law right so as 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 lutherans we put a heavy emphasis on free and full forgiveness and grace um oh, but yeah. even already in luther's day he was talking about not having a license to sin um and, and that's definitely true um but we kind of are leaning in a different direction today the idea that uh the law no longer serves as my means of salvation, but that doesn't mean it doesn't have any purpose. And, and we have to understand the purpose of the law in order to really understand where we're going with, with purpose and uh, as far as following the law goes. So, um, actually, if. So, this is something from Paul, too. It's, it's the idea that if I actually decide that my works are worth something. Now I'm held to that. So if I decide I'm going to reject Jesus' free and full salvation and be like, no, I'm going to help him out. Like I'm going to do a couple good works and make sure this thing is secure, right? Now I have to meet that expectation of being good enough to be saved. I no longer. It's 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 like being a scholarship athlete on a football team, right? You get to go to school for free as long as you're on a football team, but the moment you stop playing football, now you have to pay, and you can't keep going to class until you pay your bills. The same is true with our salvation. Like if I'm going to be on Team Jesus, it means that I get heaven for free like my my guilt is gone and i get to live free but the moment i decide i'm not going to let jesus be my salvation now i have to be perfect which is not possible which is why he gave me the free and full salvation to begin with um but like we oftentimes forget that sin has consequences and that's where we that's where we start to stray
1: yeah absolutely absolutely and something that I was just thinking about too, it's like that idea of oh I'm forgiven, so I'm gonna go ahead and sin anyway because I don't need to worry about it, right? It's like let's say, like you get in a car accident, somebody saves you from your car that's been flipped, whatever, and then from that day, you continue to drive regul- recklessly and get another <laughs> yeah. car accident, right? It's like the idea, no matter what, by continuing the actions that you had been doing, you're gonna get hurt, so you have to change your ways after you've been saved.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's the whole thing, is the purpose of the law is no longer um, salvation. It's preservation, right? Before Jesus, the purpose of the law was so that I might be saved. I'm going to be good. I have to be good enough so that I might be saved. And obviously the Old Testament believers didn't have the ability to be good enough to be saved, and so they looked forward to a Savior, right? Mm-hmm. Now we have that Savior who has already done the work, so the role of of the law in our lives as Christians is no longer us trying to be good enough to be saved. It's all about the preservation of the salvation that we already have. Um, and so, like, yes, God's going to forgive all these things, right? Well, like Paul said, you know, all things are permissible but not all things are beneficial like jesus is gonna forgive all of it um but every time i break god's law there's consequences every time i step off the path so here's my analogy because i love i love analogies right um so because we're stepping outside of god's design god made us he gets to he gets to decide what our design is right um and so he he knows how we've been designed to act and communicate and behave and it's all a certain way and if we act and communicate and behave that way with each other if we act that way towards each other we're going to be okay Right. We're going to be able to walk that path. But if, it, if we walk that path, we'll, our faith will be made secure, if that makes sense. Right. Um, but um, if we think about life as a minefield, um, there's one straight path right through the minefield. Right. And you already know where this analogy is going. Okay, there's one straight path through the minefield. Right. Jesus has cleared that way. He's the one who makes that way secure. All we have to do is follow him and we will get there. Okay? It doesn't mean that we are not under attack. We're still under attack. But if we mm-hmm. follow Jesus, we're going to get there. Okay, And it's not like we're going to be more saved if we follow the law or something like that. And we're not like helping Jesus by walking safely. right? right. Um, but we're following him. He's the one that's made our way secure. We get to follow him. Um, so if I think about life as a minefield then... Um, I like that analogy because the devil's always trying to get us off the path. And he's not going to destroy us on the path. He's got to get us off the path so that he can destroy us, if that makes sense. Um, He's going to use every single strategy he has at his disposal to do so. He's going to beg, borrow, and plead with us. right? He's going to try and seduce us. He's going to try and straight bully us and force us off the path. He's not going to stop taking shots at us. Um, He's going to do everything he possibly can to get us off the path. Um, and, uh, so whatever, whatever he's going to, what, what, once he gets you off the path, he's going to do everything he can to keep you off the path as well. Yeah. Um, and, uh, we'll talk about this in a minute or two, but if there are people who intentionally leave the path and then can't figure out why they can't get back on. And it's a huge struggle, right? Because the devil doesn't want us to be on the path. And all of us, of course, leave the path at some point or another, and we have to get back there in order to continue to walk the walk of faith, right? Uh, And we need to recognize that once we get off the path, the devil is going to fight with all his might to keep us on that path. Um, So to keep this analogy going... Oh, go ahead.
1: No, I was was about to, like... Add some stuff to the analogy Okay, yeah. As well, so, but so I to, just want to hear what you were To keep say the first analogy going now, here, um, see if it's the same. Like,
0: I, I, there's a couple observations that I, I was going to make about people that walk in the path, okay? Mm. First of all, a lot of people, especially young people, think that they're invincible and they intentionally right. either walk right on the edge of the path or like just off the edge of the path. Um, and think that they're going to be just fine. And a lot of times they can get off the path once or twice without a whole lot of consequences. And so they're like, ah, oh, see, nothing happened last time. And they start to venture further and further off the path. And the further and further off the path, the more likely it is you're going to step, A, you're going to step on a landmine. Right. And B, the harder it's going to be to get back on the path once you have stepped on a landmine. right? Yeah. Um, and, and there's this attitude of like, well, that's not going to happen to me. Um, I can get back and forth on the path whenever Those I want. Body and limbs are just yeah. flying everywhere. Right, right. Well, and that's exactly it. Is like they don't see it as they don't see it as danger. They see it as like a rush, right? right. Like sure, Ooh, I can do all these things. I'm still walking with Jesus. I'm good. Well, and so something that I was going to add to the analogy
1: in that case is like rather than a rush, it's more of a stress and anxiety. You see people who are either a going in the way of oh. My sins have been forgiven, so I'm going to go ahead and keep doing these horrendous acts acts or whatever because I know I'll be forgiven anyway. Like that's one side of the path that you can step off, right? Then the other side is, oh, I will be saved by this law, and so that's why I'm going to try and follow it perfectly, and no one can judge me because I'm doing this perfectly, yeah. right? So no matter what, when you're on either side of the path, if you're walking through and not getting blown up, that's not out of confidence of where you're stepping. That's out of straight fear. and Like you're terrified because you don't know yeah. where to go. Jesus already made the clear path for you, but the thing is, when you're out trying to make your own path in the middle of that minefield, there is no rest, there is no peace. You especially could once blown you blew up. your foot off. Exactly. You <laughs> could all, get blown up right. at
0: any moment. Right. It's a lot harder to get back on the path once you lose a limb, you know? Right. And, but you still have to get back on the path. Right. Um, and like I said, the devil's going to do everything he can to keep you there. So would you rather fight with all four limbs well, or would and, you fight with three limbs? Well, and see, I think something to
1: think about, too, is like the minds aren't necessarily doing physical damage. because if you oh, were, right. The, no, I'm talking about well, emotion, right, yeah, right. emotional yeah. Emotional damage. But I think there's something that's ought to be distinguished because I think a lot of people would then say, oh, well, but people who walk down the path, that jesus made for us can get hurt and whatever still too yeah right that's a whole separate thing when you're on the side of the path on the sides in the midst of the minds what you're blowing up is your faith yeah is what you're blowing up yeah it might not actually end up hurting you Mm -hmm. but what it does is it hurts you spiritually to the extent that you're going to keep walking further and further away from the path until finally you don't have faith
0: or I mean, you, maybe you are trying to walk, get back on the path, but eventually just get frustrated and give up. Yeah. Like, hey, I can't. I'm, I'm not going to make it. Y'all just go on without me. Yeah. I'm just going to live here in my sin. Right, and that happens to a lot of people, especially young people. And then someday when they try and like either a, they try and get back on the path, and they're just more frustrated because they're just more lost than they've ever been before. Um, or the pain isn't going away. They continue to increase their. Whether it's anxiety the or whatever mines. it is, yeah, yeah, and they just keep wandering, and the more you wander, the harder it is to get back. And that's uh, there's also, and we don't talk about this enough. There's tremendous value in people um, who have. I mean, think about it. To continue the analogy, right? You always want to have some experienced soldiers with the newbies, right? Sure, absolutely. Uh, because they've seen it, they know the dangers, and they know it better than the newbies do. Even though the newbies know that there's danger out there, right? Um, you need somebody who's seen it all, right? Yeah. And uh, it's, there's tremendous value as Christians. In those of us who have strayed from the path, not like going back and telling war stories and being like, <laughs> "Ah, yeah, when I was your age," blah, blah, and making it sound cool or yeah. something, but the legitimate warnings of those who are older, and not just like, you know, well, don't date that boy. You're, you know, I used to date boys like that. Not me personally, but you know, I used to date boys like that, and they're no good. And then leaving it at that, but yeah. saying, you know, like, you know. Talking a mother talking to her daughter and saying like I've been I've been down the path you're on right and this this is how it hurt me like this was the consequence this is how life went after that well and see that's the roles of mothers and fathers right right and
1: pastors and teachers yeah hope, well hopefully pastors yeah. and teachers and well anybody because right they're the ones yeah. that have seen it they're the ones that have had that experience
0: right and even if you're not a pastor or a teacher mm-hmm. if you love the Lord this is part of your role as a part of the Christian community is mm-hmm. to be the warning siren when you see people walking off the path. Well, and
1: I think a lot of people take for granted. I don't know if this is like the correct word to use right now, but the peripheral experience, like yeah. being the person that sees or kind of saw what, who's near it, yeah. but isn't a part of it, right? Yeah. A lot of people take that for granted. A lot of people yeah. think that if you weren't in that, you're you not going to understand. Know, man. Right? Exactly. <laughs> and that's what's tough. And I mean, that's that's what's tough. And uh, I think that's something that we see at school a lot too. Yeah. I and mean, I mean, I've pinned this on a lot of. Uh, individuals who went to schools where or to private schools and stuff like that where they didn't actually get to see or do the things that maybe myself or you have done right because play with fire a little bit more right they haven't gotten to play with fire but that doesn't mean they don't understand the effects of the fire because that's what's important yeah that's what's important in those moments when you're trying to teach and
0: lead yeah yeah, all right. To keep this thing moving on, we don't want to go too long on you guys here. My second observation: some people think that they're going to be, and you alluded to this. Some people think they're going to be safe just because they're they've never left the path, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, to take that into the spiritual realm here, there's a lot of people who start to take their armor off. They're like, "Oh no, I'm on the path to Jesus. I'm good. Like I don't even need to be vigilant. I don't need to keep my eyes open. I don't need to be protected." And uh, one of the so this is why I was kind of thinking about this and pondering on it. If you take a good look at the armor of God, the way it's described, and any time he describes weapons that he's given us, it's never the law. It's mm. always the gospel. Yeah. Right? And so following the law isn't what's protecting you and, and, and keeping you safe. It's the gospel message. It's the fact that your Savior is your guide that's keeping you safe. Um, and he does not guarantee that you're not going to get hurt along the way, mm. and you can't perfectly follow him. I mean, that's why I think the armor analogy is great. Like, it doesn't matter how good your armor is, you can still get shot, right? Right. It doesn't matter how good your armor is, you can still get stabbed. Um, and, and, and I think that's a great analogy of we're still not infallible. We still can be broken. We still can be wounded, even if we are following our Savior to the best of our ability. Is he protecting us? Yes. Is he watching out for us? Yes. But he's not doing the wounding, A, and B there are going to be things that happen to us along the way that aren't always pleasant. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times people think either they get arrogant and they say, well, I've never left the path. I've never done the things that you've done. And they get lulled to sleep and it's a whole lot easier to get attacked and pulled off the path then. Mm-hmm. Or they get angry at God and they say, but I'm walking on the path and bad things happened anyways. The whole, why do bad things happen to good people argument, right? Well, of course, like nobody's perfect. Nobody's really good. Mm-hmm. And so bad things happen to everybody because nobody's really good. And Jesus was perfect, and the worst things happened to him. Right. For our sake, of course. Yeah. But it's an expected part of life. Yeah.
1: Well, and see the and well, like you were saying, is we've been giving all we've been given all of the tools and all of the armor, and all of the weaponry. But the thing is, is we have to use them. Yes. And see, I think a lot of people. Yeah, I didn't see unless you know what the armor and stuff is. Uh. Which yeah, I'm I'm gonna try and pull <laughs> it up. That way we can definitely like just have it out there for everybody to know. Um, the thing is, is like he gives us those things, but we're the body inside of the armor. Yeah. And so that's where you end up getting hurt is because you aren't using let's find out what we're the supposed full to be armor using. of God, yeah.
0: yeah. Well, and, and this is while you're looking that up. Another thing that I jotted down here is staying on the path doesn't doesn't like absolve you from any other responsibilities either. Like the people who are going off the path, it's going to be really easy to look at and be like, "Huh, told you, you should have stayed on the path." But what does a true soldier do? And this is a, this is biblical language. Paul talks about being true soldiers, right? What would a true soldier do? He's not going to stand there and point fingers and be like, "You idiot, get back on the path, you dummy, huh?" And not try and help. A good soldier is going to assist any of his comrades possible to get back onto the path so they might walk in safety and freedom as well. Um, And so there's a lot of people that will get arrogant about it and look down on those who have strayed, and they will only make it more difficult for people to get back on the path instead of welcoming them back, being glad that they're safe, that they've come back home, Mm -hmm. and now they're walking with Jesus again.
1: All right, so I pulled it up. It's in Ephesians 6, and it starts at verse 10. So it says, with all kinds of prayers and requests with this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. And right, I mean, that's through verse uh, 18 is what we went through.
0: And all those things are worthless if you don't use them. Yeah. And exactly. they don't, the purpose they serve is to help you win a fight. Um, right. And if you're not actively using them, then
1: well, and the funny thing is, is like <laughs> the idea of us using them when really it's just straight up God.
0: Yeah. Doing his will, well, and you say if you're not connected to your heavenly Father, that's mm-hmm. the strength you need. <laughs> that's the armor itself. Like he's the giver of the gifts, and he's also the gift himself. Um, which, yeah, defies defies imagination. Yeah. Uh, last thing I had jotted down here is that wounded does not equal dead. <laughs> yeah, wounded is not equal dead. So uh, if you are somebody who recognizes they're not on the path or they've strayed, mm-hmm. um, wounded does not equal dead. Um, there's all kind. Carn- Everybody's got spiritual carnage. It's just reality. We've all strayed. We've all walked away. We've all done things we shouldn't have done. Um, like say, that's what the, I don't even know what the passage is. We all like sheep have gone astray, right? Yeah. Um, every single one of us has baggage we carry. We all got scars to show. We all got open wounds that are still bleeding. Um, wounded does not equal dead. So don't give up on yourself. You can fight back onto the path. Um, yeah. Once you get back on the path, you tend your wounds. And you keep moving forward and you don't make the same mistakes again. Um, like, yeah, you d- learn from what you're doing. Like, understand why, wh- figure out what went wrong, where you ended up, and get back, and then don't make the same mistakes again. Learn and grow.
1: Well, and something just kind of add and add context as well is what's awesome is when Paul's writing this, he's writing this from prison. Yeah. He was imprisoned for something, for in our world today doing nothing wrong he mm-hmm. did nothing wrong and he's writing this for us who have done wrong yeah right and that's what's incredible it, you just have to go and pray you got to yeah. pray that you first of all have the strength to be able to use the armor and the weaponry and the shield mostly yeah
0: for <laughs> to put out the arrows absolutely the flaming arrows yeah right yeah yeah, one end from the other opposite from the opposite attitude we were talking about before too. Um, like, what does a good sol- good soldier do? Like, wounded is not equal dead. So if you right. see somebody who's struggling, if you see somebody who's gotten off the path, it's not just a oh, well, Shucks, he was a good one. Yeah, too bad he's gone. Wounded doesn't equal dead. Um, and so, th- and that's the whole point of the golden rule too, right? Yeah. Jesus said, treat others the way you are, yourself want to be treated. On the podcast, around the house here, we talk about. Um, Whatever hurts my brother hurts me. Whatever hurts my brother or sister hurts me. It's one of the top rules in my classroom. Mm -hmm. Um, And the recognition of we all have been off the path. People have helped us get back on the path. Um, And so when you see somebody else who's straying, who's wandering, who isn't walking the path as they should, it's your responsibility as a fellow child of God to help them get back on the path as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And by help them, it doesn't mean carry their burdens for them necessarily. Yeah. But show them the tools that they have available. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it might God's just Word. be it might just be praying over them. It might be standing exactly, yeah. in a gap for them. Um, it might be carrying the burden for a little while. Yeah, but getting them back to where they need to be, nursing them back to health. It's that good Samaritan idea put into real life practice.
1: Yeah, and see that helps them, but that's also going to help you as a potential leader or a potential just fellow human being to mm-hmm. understand how to help people, how to yeah. how and when to carry help carry the burden, how and when to say, "Hey, you've got this." This is what you can use. You have God behind you. Yeah. He's stronger than I am.
0: Yeah. Well, that's going to strengthen all those relationships too. Like yeah. Acknowledging that I am, t- I am apt to stray, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so when I see somebody around me who's straying, I do everything I can to bring them back. And then also can be confident that when it's my turn to stray, I'm probably not going to realize it, A. And B, now I've got somebody who has seen the work the Lord has done through me yeah. in in their life. Who will then help me in the same way? Um, so those relationships are incredibly well, important.
1: Talking to other pastors and teachers—that's the most, from what I've been led to understand—that's the most rewarding experience: is seeing God work in other people's lives, yeah. working through you, giving, like, being the preacher, being the one that shares yeah. the gospel or shows them the law and what their sin is. Absolutely right. And then again, bringing them back in with the gospel, yeah, showing them how they are forgiven. Yeah. And that's and quite frankly, that's uncomfortable for a lot of people. That's why you have yeah. so many churches that are so just gospel-based, where they, like you, like we yeah. said at the beginning, where they it's just normalizing say, sin. Hey, it's okay if you do that; mm-hmm. you're
0: forgiven, right?
1: That's not necessarily because we've
0: normalized no. the sin. So now the normalcy is sinning, mm-hmm. not addressing the sin. We need to make yeah, exactly. addressing sin normal and make sin never, ever, ever okay under any circumstances. Yeah. Alright, fellas, put on the full armor again. Love you all. Go be the minute guy crazy to be. We'll see you next time. Alright, we gotta take a quick picture. On behalf of all those involved in producing, recording, and publishing this episode, thank you for listening to the Gird Up podcast. We hope it helps you along your journey to be a man after God's own heart. Be sure to check out the Gird Up channel on YouTube. There you will find many podcast episodes just like this one, but you will also find exclusive video content geared at helping you be the man that God created you to be by introducing you to other godly men, teaching you how to behave, study, dress, act, eat, and live like a man of God, and you'll find devotions to help you grow in faith. Please consider supporting Gird Up Ministries by donating on Patreon, shopping in the online store at girdupministries.com, or by making a $5 cup of coffee donation at girdupministries.com. Those donations help us make more great content just like this for young men just like you. Make sure that you like, follow, friend, and subscribe to Gird Up and our guests on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Those links are in the description. And as always, we'll be praying for you on your journey. Blessings, men. Time to gird up and go be the man that God created you to be.